Podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and I'm excited to welcome Judy Praska on the show today. Judy is with us to provide her tremendous professional insight in how to build a network. Judy, how are you? Not bad. Awesome. Glad to have you on the show today. And Judy, start us off by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and about your previous role at NACTA. So my previous life, I've had a couple different roles. So I first started as a high school math and computer teacher. I did that for five years, and then I was in a car accident. And then I said, what I really want to do with my life? Do I really want to teach math the rest of my life? And I said, no. Yeah. So um, I actually went back and got my master's degree in sports administration. Mm. It was a two-year program. And I said, how can I get through this as quickly as possible? So I did it in a year. Basically stopped teaching. Two days later, became a student myself. Wow. And I did the program um, in a year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then as I finished school, I needed to get some more. Um, I did an internship at the Olympic Training Center. Wow. Wow. And from there, I went to NACTA. Yeah. And at NACTA, very professional organization. Absolutely. Loved it um, and did a lot of different things. I worked in a lot of different areas there. So they gave you experience in all the different areas. So I worked in the development group and I also worked with an annual awards program. I worked with their compact computers back in the day yeah. um, and their convention with the logistics and all that. So it was a lot of lot of various experiences that really helped me move forward in my life. Yeah, absolutely, Judy. And I think what's cool too about your story is you are an entrepreneur, which is, uh, it, it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of uh, time and a lot of risk, but I think it's really cool to see where you're at now uh, with, with Fast Labs. I think it's great to, to see what you're doing there and definitely a cool, a cool testimony with that story as well. And Judy, based on your experiences, what is the purpose and value of networking? Why is it vital to build a network as a professional? Well, it helps you um, build relationships with people. And people think that networking is just having, they're just talking to people. And I think of networking as actually building a relationship and getting to know people mm -hmm. and getting to know them maybe even more on a personal level. Right. Because if you get to know them, what they do and what they are like, you can sh share a story with them and have something in common with them rather than just going, what do you sell? Mm -hmm. And how can I help you? Yeah. So it really gains that trust into people rather mm -hmm. than just wanting. Yeah. And I think of networking as more of giving. Mm -hmm. people are amazed that when I talk to somebody, I can give them two, three names. And they're like, I don't even know you. And I'm like, well, I care. I want you to be successful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is, you know, sometimes with the, the world of social media and the internet, it can be easy to have those very surface level connections. But I think it really, if you dive deep into those, those relationships, like you mentioned, it can really be a powerful tool, uh, not only for the professional world, but for, uh, just a personal relationship with, with another person that's also involved in your industry or um, just in the in the world of um, in the world in general. So that's, that's an awesome point. And Judy, one of the more difficult aspects of networking is finding people to build relationships with. What are some of the most effective strategies to find individuals to connect with? 
Well, ironically enough, um, I've been fortunate enough to have people refer people to me. Mm-hmm. So as, as I was growing fastest labs here, I would say, you know, I'd meet one person and they would refer somebody else to me. Yeah. So referral is the best way Definitely. because they kind of know what you are need or you're looking for so mm-hmm. they can help you connect to that person. And sometimes they may be a one-off shoot of like this person over here. And you never know because right. people think you have to go right to the, the top of the country that you're trying to get to or the, right. or the sports organization. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to think of this. You don't know who somebody else knows yeah. and they could actually reach out and they may have a neighbor that knows the CEO. You just don't know. Totally. Yeah. I think that's the thing too is, is really, there's sometimes this buy-in to, oh, I need to, to really network with a certain group or with a certain organization or with the top tier uh, professional basketball team. And I think what's really, I think, funny about that is it doesn't always align to be, oh, those connections are, are the most effective. Sometimes it's these connections you make on an off chance uh, opportunity or with uh, maybe a smaller organization that really have the most uh, prominent effect on somebody's career. And so I think that for our students listening, don't always shoot for the stars. I mean, it's good to if you really desire to do that, but I think there's value in all connections and building a broad uh, network that expands not only to where you desire to end up, but across the board um, in the sports industry. So that's really good. And Judy, like I said, networking and building relationships is extremely important in the sports industry, especially. Share with us what benefits come with networking in the sports industry specifically and how to leverage the, the community that you build. Let's say, I say with networking, it just helps build your base of people you can reach out to, people that you can trust and ask questions to. Um, Like if you have a question and it could be an offshoot, it could not even be about sports. It could be about anything and say, hey, here's my problem. Can you help me solve it? And it's amazing that network that you build on LinkedIn or personal or wherever it is, they will support you. And it's like another whole family. And that's what people forget that you're building the relationships and you know, sometimes in sports, you have an emergency that you need to have done. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, whatever, maybe there's a water line break or whatever. You, you need to have people outside of the sports industry. So yeah. your base has to be wide of who you know. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, too, is is really, especially in the sports industry where, where jobs are so fluid and, and transitory, where you're moving so much, you're not going to be in one place for a long time unless you're advanced in your career. you got to have people you know um, in case a coach gets fired and you have to move on somewhere else or – uh, there's just a whatever happens in your career, you want to keep moving on, which is the, the goal of many of our students to keep advancing um, into their into the goals that they have. That network is vital and, and key in terms of um, continuing to, to achieve where you want to be and have people that can go to bat for you uh, when you need it. So those are great, great points, Judy. And you mentioned LinkedIn. Um, and for you, you have a very strong presence on LinkedIn um, and you, you use the platform well as a networking tool. How can our listeners leverage their LinkedIn accounts? I think that's the tough thing is how do you really take advantage of it to effectively build your network? Well, I think the key is just being you rather than thinking you have to be this professional editor when you post something on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. just be yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I spent a year in job transition before I transitioned to Fastest Labs and started my own business. I was very positive and uplifting of things I did. And even, you know, you need that because people know that you're human. Yeah. You're not this idol because everything's, oh, you're so great. I'm like, this is not the easiest road no matter what life we live. Yeah. So you really want to make sure that when you're on LinkedIn, you're being realistic, mm. you know, and yeah. sharing things with people in your story because people love it. Because when I started Fastest Labs, I shared the story of how I built it and how, you know, the frames and everything was coming together, how it changed. And people were like, that was really cool. You shared your story. Yeah. And I'm like, not everybody does this. Yeah. So no matter what you do in sports, share your story where are you at because sometimes 
there's another opportunity that that opens up because of something you've shared or something you've done. Yeah, no, I think that's huge, especially the point on sharing your story. I think really what LinkedIn can be uh, pretty easily because it is social media and you can kind of formulate your account to be what you want you know, people to see about you. It can really be a good storyteller to who you are um, in terms of what you share. There's so many different things like the skills tab, I think is a really cool one. You can kind of list different skills that you have and different things that you want to leverage um, in your career. I think it's a great way to give people a small insight to who you are, what you do, what you are desiring to do, and what you have done um, along the path um, of your career. So I appreciate you sharing that, Judy. I think for our students uh, in this generation, we have a unique opportunity to use resources like LinkedIn to build our network. Um, it could be a super simple way to even send a message or just uh, shoot your shot per se with somebody that may be out of your range um, in your mind, but um, it may work out where they respond with the message and you got another connection. So um, I think it definitely a, a cool learning point there for our listeners. So I appreciate that. And with LinkedIn too, I just like mentioned too, if you reach out to somebody for a connection, mm-hmm. personalize that invitation. That yeah. is so, it's so easy to hit that little button to connect. Mm-hmm. If you can personalize and say, hey, Noah, great to meet you. Um, I've enjoyed working with Uncommon Sports Group. You know, how can I be a resource for you? Yeah. If you care, I mean, I think rather than just being, let's be friends. Right. <laughs> Everybody right. can hit that button. So right. going the extra leg mm-hmm. to connect with people, I think is huge. Yeah. No, I would definitely agree. I think the way you formulate those messages is key in terms of, you know, allowing people to feel appreciated and welcome to connect with you. Um, and I think that's a really a part of professionalism is that, um, just the ability to, to recognize how do you um, open that invitation to connect with somebody. I think using the message tab in that way is, is a great way to do that. So I appreciate you sharing. And then a huge part of networking, Judy, is stewardship. Um, it's key in terms of maintaining relationships after you've built that initial connection, um, especially from afar, um, using things like LinkedIn, and you're not really in person with that individual. Uh, that's when stewardship is really key. Uh, so for you, what are some strategies strategies that you implement regularly to steward your network well? So I have a CRM where I keep all of my network connections for mm-hmm. my business. And so I follow up with people. Yeah. It could be a phone call. I kind of rotate back between phone call, email, mm-hmm. just and I post things on LinkedIn, obviously. Right. But just reaching out to them. Hey, mm-hmm. it's been about six months since we last chatted. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't like to be pushy. I want to be how can I help you? Yeah. How can I be a resource? Yep. Because nobody wants to be sold. Right. They really want to build that relationship with each other. Absolutely. No matter sports or whatever you're in, because you don't want to be sold to. You really want to have that. You want to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's huge too. And I think in terms of stewardship, the talk about the CRM. I think that's big for our students, and not necessarily them using a CRM, but maybe even like an Excel sheet of some mm-hmm. sort, where you're just organizing your thoughts and the past conversations you've had, uh, writing down things like, oh, they have a new dog, um, or this individual just moved to. Um, Chicago or whatever it is and so the next time you connect you remember exactly where they're at you can ask those questions and I think that leaves us a, a huge impression on who you are as an individual and as a professional um, and it'll help the, that connection grow even more and build that trust and build that friendship um, because it's not just service level oh hey I need uh, you to be my reference like are you free like it's actually you're caring about oh you remember I, I just got a dog or you remember I, I moved to Chicago so I think that's a great point about um, the CRM and for our students, I think encouraging them to, um, in some form or fashion, whether it be an Excel sheet or a notes tab in your phone, to organize those conversations and organize those thoughts to remember you know, exactly who you connected with, uh, where they're at in life, and, and what to really 
connect with them about next time you're with them. So I think that's an awesome, awesome point. I appreciate right. it. And there's lots of serums that are free out there. Mm -hmm. So that's what people can realize. When I first yeah. started Fast Labs, I checked out like five different ones. And obviously nice. I'm in the business after the first week, I couldn't keep track of all my connections. So yeah. again, having that spreadsheet, spreadsheet or CRM that's even free, go for it because it will really help. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Judy, kind of a follow-up question there. As your network has grown, like you mentioned earlier, your network is extensive. How have you found time amidst being an entrepreneur to continue stewarding your network? And do you have any recent examples of, of how you've done that? Well, uh, I could say, first of all, this week I had a lady reach out to me for a business who she goes, we're connected on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. We need your services. Yeah. I thought I'd try you first. Wow. And I was like, wow, that is awesome. Yeah. And so I said, certainly I can help you. So again, mm -hmm. that was one. And then, um, I also, when I was in job transition, I created this powerful one pager Yeah, as a way to kind of explain what you do mm -hmm. rather than being all this googly gut. Because what I realized after a year of networking with people, people don't have a lot of time. Yeah. They want to talk to you. They want to find out what you do, how you do it and what makes you different. Right. And so I created this powerful one pager and I give presentations. Yeah. So I'm actually going to present here, um, 24th next week wow. to nice. um, job transition group again. Now I'm going to do it virtually. I have not done it virtually. I've always done it in person. Wow. So changing and going to do that. So I just think it's fun to give back. And, um, yeah. you know, if you're in changing jobs or what, or job transition, or whatever, it's, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. And, um, I learned a lot from doing that. And I learned that my network was so imperative when mm -hmm. I was there and I've just kept building it. And even my franchise can't believe how I'm growing. They're like, how are you doing this? I said, it's via networking. They're like, what do you mean? What's that? Right. So I've given presentations to the rest of our fastest lab family mm -hmm. on how to network. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. It's kind of crazy. People don't understand what networking is. I think they think it's yeah. just, I'm just having a conversation with you. That's it. I'm like, no, that's more. There's more to it. Yeah, absolutely, Judy. And I think that's, you really hit on a key point there that for you, it's, 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 you're trying to get your brand um, in front of other individuals that could use your services um, as well as building that relationship in terms of a friendship and caring about who they are. But it's really a, a dual mission as you're approaching that. And I think that's good for our students to hear um, as they're networking. It's not just, you know, building that relationship, that's part of it, but it's also selling their personal brand of why they could be a successful sport industry professional. What skills do they have? What experiences that they have that would separate them from somebody else? Um, and so that individual knows if they, you need a reference or if you need someone to reach out um, on your behalf, they know exactly what kind of person you are in terms of your professional life um, and, and where you'd fit in in that organization that you want to work for. So I think they can learn from you um, in terms of selling their personal brand. So appreciate you sharing that. It's awesome. Yeah, no problem. For sure. And lastly, Judy, what advice would you give our listeners as they work towards building a network in the sports industry? Well, first of all, be willing to share what you do, but be willing to be a listener. Mm -hmm. I've had some, um, just recently, I've had some networking conversations where people, they just talk, 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 talk. Yeah. And they, and they've asked to network with me and I'm like, I said, you know what? You have two ears, one mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you really want right. to listen. Yeah. You want to gain the knowledge. But remember, we're all humans, though, because you kind of have to step outside your box. Totally. Like if somebody reaches out to me and, you know, I don't know who they are. I really kind of protect my network now as I've grown. Yeah. And I really want to have a conversation with them. Totally. So if somebody wants to connect me, I don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. Like I mentor students at the University of Minnesota, I, the female athletes. Wow. I'm a mentor there. Wow. And I tell my mentees, I said, if you want to reach out to me via LinkedIn, I would love to because I'd love to help you. Yeah. Yeah. But don't be afraid to reach out to people that you think, because sometimes you think these people are up on this pedestal. They're like, wow, this guy is, he's the AD. I don't know if I can talk to him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've networked with a lot of ADs and you know what? 
they're just like you and I. Right. They've actually just stepped outside their box and they tried. They did something that they didn't know they could do or they could do. Yeah. You just got to try. Absolutely. So it's fear that puts us that we can't do things. And you just got to believe in yourself that you can do it. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Judy, I think you really hit on a really important point. Uh, first of all, the listening aspect of things is key. Uh, I think especially as a younger professional, which is a lot of our listeners are in that stage of life, you are going to be networking with people that have done the, the, the things that you are looking to do. Um, they've been down that road and they learned a lot and they can share a lot with you. So being a good listener, um, take the focus away from yourself, I think is important and allow that individual to share with you some really key things about their journey that could help you a lot. So I think that's a great point. And then really secondly, um, not putting yourself, I think, down to this level where you're not feeling confident to reach out to individuals that could really help you. Um, like, like, we, like I said earlier, we're in a generation where there's opportunities to connect on LinkedIn which is a great resource that many uh, previous generations did not have. Um, but there's even email and, and the ability to connect via cell phone, these different things where you can find somebody's information really anywhere on the web and, and make a, a cold reach out. And sometimes that, that, that'll work. Um, and I think just having the confidence to do that, the worst thing that can happen is you're back to square one where you are right now. Um, so just even giving that a, a try is huge. And it comes down to confidence in yourself. Um, people want to help. I think I've learned that along the journey is people want to help. Uh, if, if you're just reaching out uh, just to connect, people want to do that, um, especially in, in this day and age where there's such an easy forum to connect, like over Zoom um, or over a phone call. It can take 20 minutes, and that individual's uh, very open in doing that. So I think you made a good point. Uh, being, being good listeners as well as having confidence, I think those are huge. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Judy, thank you for joining us today and sharing your incredible insight on networking and the benefits it has in the sports industry. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry as followers of Christ, apply for our academy on our website at uncommonsg.org. That's uncommonsg.org. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Uncommon Podcast every Thursday at midnight Eastern Time as well as the full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you next week.